Hey, good to see everybody. Hope that you are doing good. Let me get the church stuff out of the way real quick. 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. Listen, if you want a church that never caved to COVID, let me say it one more time. A church that never caved to COVID, never closed, never locked down, never social distanced, never put out alcohol, gel stations, nothing. 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida Foundation Church, Bible thumping, hellfire and brimstone, turn or burn. Listen, this is the place to be tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. and 11.15 a.m. Make sure that you are here. If you can only watch us, but do the search first now. Search. See where we are. If we're within an hour or two, make the drive. Do not go back. Do not go back. Or if you are going to a COVID caving church, don't ever go back. Don't ever go back to a COVID caving church because they are not following the word of God. Jesus said, and I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. There was never a reason to close. There was never a reason to mask. Even if you're going to a church that has reopened is making you sit in a mass section telling you, you know what, during the worship, we're going to wear a mask. And then after the worship, we're going to take our masks off. That church is spiritually shut down. I'm telling you, because the sword of the spirit, the sword of the spirit is the word of God. And they're not preaching. They're not standing in the word of God. You never needed to close ever, never needed to close. So listen, if you are able to search Foundation Church, Inglewood, Florida. See how far we are away. 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, 11.15 a.m. tomorrow morning. Also, I'll be live preaching at about, for the 9 a.m. service, I'll be on about at the 45-minute mark, 9.45 to 9.55. And then for the 11.15, right around noon, you can get us online through our various outlets so you'll see come across the screen. But anyway, all right, here's the thing. This is what I was talking about. Put up the first one, Aaron. From Adam Seuss, inciting people to go to church, used to be called evangelization. Now they call it a crime. Ezra Levant on the bottom, a heavenly armed SWAT team, just took down, this is an hour ago. Well, when I took it down about an hour ago, so a few hours ago now, took down a Christian pastor. That's Arthur Pulaski, by the way, Arthur Pulaski up in Canada, heading home from church. Police say he's charged with inciting people to go to church. Everybody get that. Christians who closed your churches. This is what this has led to. Back to me real quick, Aaron. See, you thought that you were closing your church for health reasons. You thought that you were closing your church because, well, you know, we believe the Bible. But we also have to use wisdom. If you ever take that and you ever use that phraseology in your life where you say, you know what, We're, we, we believe the Bible, but you also have to use wisdom. Please understand that that is heresy. It's standing on the word of God, period. He took up our infirmities. He carried our diseases. Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. That's where you stand. Not, I believe Matthew 8, 17, but you also have to use wisdom. Because when you start to do that and you start to cave to the Anthony Fauci's of the world, the Joe Biden's of the world, the Deborah Burks, the World Health Organization, Klaus Schwab, John Kerry, the moment that you give them an inch, you are actually cooperating with the Antichrist spirit. When, they, when you strap a mask on your face, Understand that masks do nothing to stop a virus. So what you are is buying into a lie. You're actually strapping a lie onto your face. They do absolutely nothing. I could show you graph after graph after graph after graph where you're talking about in the United States or any country. The graphs are exactly the same. Whether there was extreme COVID mitigations or no mitigations at all, it goes exactly like this. There's always a spike and it always goes away. Because there's nothing that can strain out. We, don't, we do not have devices outside of a full biohazardous suit. Even an N95 does not block COVID-19. So when you put a mask on, you're ask, actually saying you're buying into John chapter 8, verses 44 and 45, where the devil is the father of lies. His native language is lying. And Jesus said, because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. So when you put a mask on your face, you are espousing a lie this is what it leads to you got to look at the root lie in this whole thing not you know what we can get back together now that you know i hear the conservative pundits all the time and they're talking now why is biden wearing a mask when he's when he's been vaccinated why do we have the state of the union address 
and everybody in there is social distance and everybody's been vaccinated. It doesn't matter. None of those things matter because you have to go back to the root lie. There was never a reason to be vaccinated. There was never a reason to wear a mask. This is a virus with a 99.997 post-infection survival rate. 76% of people who catch COVID never know they have it. And the whole church, Kate, and you might be watching this right now, and you're like, my church, my church caved, my church closed, or maybe you feel good about closing. This is what those decisions have led to. Play for me, Aaron. This is your brother in Christ. This is a pastor from a church in Canada. Arthur Pulaski. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Arthur Pulaski. If you're watching this video, that means they have successfully arrested me and I am in jail. If you would like to support me, if you would like to support Rebel News and the legal team that is trying their best to get me out of this trouble, please go to safearthur.com. Please donate. Please help. Help me. Help my family. Help my wife and my children to get me out of this horrible, illegal situation. Please go to savearthur.com and get me out of this if you can. So to all the COVID caving pastors, to all the COVID caving Christians, the COVID caving clergy, the COVID caving conservatives, this is what this leads to. You now have pastors being arrested. And let me give credit where credit is due. I would have absolutely no platform if it wasn't for two non-COVID caving pastors. One, well, one's a pastor, one's an evangelist. If it wasn't for Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, I would have nobody watching this right now. If it wasn't for uh, evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth, two men that never caved, that never closed their churches, now, uh, Jonathan Shellsworth is an evangelist, but he kept on going the entire time and never caved to COVID. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown was arrested for conducting church, church services, just like Pastor Pulaski was just arrested right, right here in Hernando County, Florida, just an hour or two north of where we're at right now. If it wasn't for those two guys, I wouldn't have anybody to talk to right now. So I thank those two guys. And those are, these are the men that you need to be paying attention to. The ones, listen, Arthur Pulaski now has a national, well, a worldwide platform. The only person that I saw that had a worldwide platform at the time, and this starting back in March of 2020, a national platform, an international platform, was Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. And he took the pinch. Everybody, the, we could have, the whole country could have stayed open if the Christians would have jumped on board immediately one day after Pastor Rodney Howard Brown was arrested. Governor DeSantis right here in Florida stipulated that churches were essential. One person, look what that one person did, was he set free a state of 22 million and it could have set free a country of 330 million, but instead the churches caved. They closed. You never needed to close if you would have stood up. Well, I could have lost my job or I could have been arrested. Well, look where we are now. You have 10 foot chain link fences surrounding churches. In Canada, Pastor Pulaski being arrested, Tony Spell being arrested, Rodney Howard Brown being arrested, numerous other churches and pastors closed down and arrested. And you think that this was all for people's health? Do you ever read the book of Revelation? We're going to get deep into it in a minute. But do you ever read it? How can you sit there and think that you're right? At this very moment where green passes have taken over the nation of Israel, where you have to have a vaccine passport in order to buy, sell, or trade. Does that sound eerily familiar to you? Does that hearken into you? Do you hear the siren song of Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18? And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Doesn't that bother you at all that your caving to COVID has led to this? You never needed a cave. It's a virus. Does it kill and does it kill people? Yes, but so does the flu every year. Yes, does the common cold, which is a coronavirus, kills thousands every year, hundreds of thousands worldwide. Not to mention tuberculosis, pneumonia, all those other things we've never closed closed before. Why did we close this time? Because the church bowed to political pressure. They acquiesced. 
They capitulated to, to political pressure. Pastors capitulated to their own wisdom class com congregations, which said, yes, we believe the Bible, but you also have to use wisdom, which is outright heresy. And we'll get back to COVID in a minute. And see, part of the problem with, with uh, bowing to COVID-19 is because, because the church bowed, and then America bowed, and it goes in that order. Church bowed first. Judgment begins at the house of God. First Peter chapter 4, verse 17. The church bowed first, then the country bowed. We ended up with a fraudulent election, with a fraudulent president. And because of that, our country right here, the United States, is in a dire strait. It is an absolute mess. Our country right now is really bordering on anarchy right now. It really is. We are getting to this place. People have lost all respect. Speaking, it, it's, it's directly spoken of in 2 Timothy chapter 3. With it, with the time will come. With this, the perilous times will come. It'll be a time of lawlessness. Put up the next one for me, Aaron. Jack Pasobiech week, breaking Plano, Texas police officer, allows armed left-wing militia, that's Black Lives Matter, I repeat, Black Lives Matter, to illegally block traffic, reprimands driver who attempts to clear road and defend himself. Play it for me, Aaron. So here we have it right here. <clears throat> the road is completely blocked. Look at all the traffic stacked up. For what reason? So that Black Lives Matter, once again, can come out and block the street. Look at all the cars stacked up. So you have a guy, he's fed up. I'm keeping it all muted because he, there's endless cuss words going on here. And what does he do? He goes over to the police. He tells the police officer, clear this street. Clear the street out. You see, there's Black Lives Matter. What right do they have to do this? Do they have a permit? Absolutely not. What are the police doing about it? Absolutely nothing. Because we are living in a lawless, a lawless time ushered in by the Democratic Party. This is the Democratic Party's dream. This is what they want right here. Defund the police. No control, no law being enforced whatsoever. What's it, what recourse does this man have? Absolutely none. He has no recourse whatsoever to deal with this. The police officer does nothing because he's been made powerless by the Democratic Party right here in America. You can bring it back to me, Aaron. That is where we're at right now. And, because, and you're like, how does this all relate to COVID? Because we wouldn't have the leadership in place that we have right now if COVID-19 didn't cause us to have mass mail-in balloting, which was extremely fraudulent. You had the, six, the seven cities in the six states, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, Nevada, all these states and the six cities in them, which are, I'll see if I can remember them all, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, uh, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, uh, Las Vegas, Phoenix, and Detroit. So I did get them all. Those seven cities are the only reason why Joe Biden is president right now. He is the only reason why. Joe Biden lost ground to Hillary Clinton in every urban center in our country. I'm talking about he lost, he, he, he lost points. He lost, many, he lost ground to Hillary Clinton in downtown New York. He lost in Brooklyn, in Queens. He lost, he lost ground to Hillary Clinton in Dallas, in Houston. In every city but those seven cities and those six states, he lost ground. He lost ground with Hispanics. He lost ground with blacks. He lost ground with everybody and, so, and still somehow won. And the only way that he did was by 43,000 votes in those seven cities, of which we know. We see, we see suitcases and bags coming in the middle of the night. I won't go deep into that tonight, but that is why we have what we have right now. We have Black Lives Matter running the streets. Now, what I want to go over here is the Democratic Party in relationship to the police, to the middle, military, and to federal law enforcement. Here's Larry Elder talking about it. Play it for me. There's no polite way to say this. Maxine Waters is getting people killed. Well, in Ms. Waters' home base, L.A. County, shootings year to year are up 200 percent. City of Los Angeles hits a sobering number, more than 300 murders so far this year. That's a 25 percent increase over the same period last year. Homicides spiked significantly, as much as 36 percent. Maxine Waters, though, has no problem criticizing all police officers. I mean, all of them. And not just in the past, today. Uh, but the police, I think, really believe and in some ways are led to believe that their greatest challenge and their greatest chore is to keep uh you know black people in their place but, but just how about this maxine waters stuff over and over again low iq you see irresponsible attacks against the police by people like maxine waters have led to what researchers call the ferguson effect 
Well, the Ferguson effect is the twin phenomenon of officers backing off of proactive policing and the resulting increase in crime. Again, because of this false assertion that the police are killing blacks just because they're black, cops have said on the record they are pulling back. Well done, Congresswoman Waters. Well done. Well, there you go. Now, here's I want to I want to go over one thing she said. She said I was a cop for 25 years, Sarasota County, Florida, right here, Sarasota County deputy right here. where Well, just just north of where we're doing this podcast right now. Twenty five years, 1992 to 2017 cop straight. Twenty five years. And she said, quote, the number one job in law enforcement, according according to her, is to keep black people in their place. I can swear to you that is not the case. That is a bold faced lie that's who these people are understand this is somebody you understand something with this and i'll relate it back to covid this is a woman who wears a mask around and tells you to wear a mask around during the state of the union masked up vaccinated max max uh, masked up so she tells you to do that do you emulate her in any way shape or form this is a woman who is absolutely fine with pulling a baby out of her mother's womb peace by bloody peace she's perfectly fine with the Food and Drug Administration selling baby parts. She's absolutely fine with all that. She's absolutely fine, along with Ralph Northam, the governor of Virginia, of killing babies after they're born. This is who these people are. She's a bull-faced liar, and that's who's in power right now, and that is why we have lawlessness. She says the number one priority of police officers is to keep black people in their place, to keep 13% of the population in their place. Every year we have about 14,000 homicides in America, 14,000, 50% of them are committed by black people. And of those 50%, 97%, 97% of black, of black homicide victims are killed by other black people. And she says the police are the main problem. Here's a picture. Here's a picture of her politics. Put it up there for me. Maxine Waters house side by side. Maxine, Maxine Waters house side by side, a Maxine Waters consti constituent's house. Any questions? You see how she lives in comparison to the people that she represents. Yeah, it's wor worthy of celebration. All right, Breitbart News tweet. San Francisco mayor. This I want everybody to catch this picture. I leave it up there, Aaron. I want everybody to catch this. What we are talking about is the Democratic Party. And I mean specifically, Tom, you're a pastor, shouldn't be talking politics. Bullone, Democratic Party, if you are in favor of the evil things that they are in favor of, namely abortion, transgenderism, whatever, gay marriage, evil things, you need to say it as a Christian, evil things, you need to call them out. And the reason why we have lawlessness is this. San Francisco Mayor London Breed announced that $3.75 million will be diverted from law enforcement budgets to black organizations. Tell me how that makes sense. Tell me how that makes sense. You cannot, you cannot walk anywhere in San Francisco without stepping on needles or human feces, and they're diverting money away from law enforcement, $3.75 million into black organizations to do what exactly? This just happened in San Francisco. Play it for me. This is a stabbing that occurred right in, look at this, come up right behind a person. Right there's a stabbing. That person runs away, stabs again. This is all in San Francisco, and now you're going to divert, you're going to divert money away from it? You're going to divert money away from law enforcement and bring it back to me? There's a stabbing. And by the way, again, everybody talks about, well, not everybody, not people with a brain, but Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, says the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. This is not about race. You people will accuse me of being a racist by saying that that is not the number one threat. Guess what? It's not the number one threat. I want you to name for me since, since let's just go with 2021. Send me all the white supremacist terrorist activities that have occurred in the United States since the beginning of 2021. Send me a list of them in comparison to Antifa, in comparison to Black Lives Matter. I can show you video after video. I remember after the Atlanta shooting, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris come out and say that white people are the most grievous threat to Asian people. And where? When is, show me a video of a white person stabbing or beating up an Asian person. It's not about me defending white people. If white people were the problem, I would show you the videos. I would show you if white supremacists, terrorists were the problem, I would put the videos out. Truth is truth. I live in the truth and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. That's what Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 32. 
So whatever the truth is, if white supremacist terrorism was the number one problem, I'd be barking out against it. But it is not. It is not. Put up the next one for me here. Disclosed TV, California is releasing, Gavin Newsom there, 63,000 violent felons back onto the streets in an effort, what's the effort for, read the bottom part, to create safer prisons. So they're releasing 63,000 convicted felons so that the prisons are safer. Now that right there summarizes Democratic Party leadership as good as you can do it. Next one, Aaron. All right, here, here's another great summary right here. Florida teen accused of rigging, of rigging home, homecoming election to be tried as an adult. But remember the two ladies over here, the two teen girls who allegedly caused the death. It's not allegedly. Watch the video. It's not allegedly. Who did? Come on, MRC TV. Who did cause the death of 66-year-old Uber driver Muhammad Anwar have reportedly reached a plea deal with prosecutors that will allow them to avoid prison time together. And here's the other thing. So the prom queen there, so the prom queen, she gets, she gets, she gets charged as an adult for just rigging a homecoming queen uh, election, I guess they do it. But the two girls there who are 13 and 15 will not be, she gets tried, the homecoming queen gets charged as an adult. The 13 and 15 year old who killed a man, who killed a man while while committing a carjacking on video, they will not be tried as an adult. And the maximum that the 15 year old will spend in prison is six, six years. And the maximum that the 13 year old will spend is eight years. See, that is where our system is at right now. Speaking of corrupt urban centers, play it for me, Aaron. My love for this city was a love planted in my heart long before I was formed in my mother's womb. And I wish that I could tell you there was a moment or that there was a thing Um, But when you have faith and you pray for God's wisdom and guidance, uh, in the same way that it was very clear to me almost five years ago that I should run for mayor of Atlanta, it is abundantly clear to me today that it is time to pass the baton on to someone else. Right back to me, Aaron. And we hope and pray that it's somebody diametrically different than she is. Let's go over what she just said. That she has faith and she seeks God's wisdom. She is a notorious Soros acolyte. That is an absolute fact. She, she is an absolute supporter of George Soros. Please look it up. It's not right-wing information. She is a supporter of George Soros. Also, if she's seeking God's wisdom and, and, and she has faith, like she says, why is she a notorious baby butcher? Why is she fine with tearing out babies out of, out of women's wombs up to or even during birth? Why is that? How can you be seeking God's wisdom? These people are such liars. They're such hypocrites. They're such frauds. Speaking of that, put the next one up, Aaron. Here we have Atlanta officer, Atlanta officer, who, by the way, under Keisha Bottoms has been charged with felony murder. Atlanta officer who was fired after fatally shooting Rashad Brooks to be reinstated. Put the next one up, Aaron. I want to talk about Garrett Roth here. This is Garrett Roth in this picture. I want to talk about him. And I I invite everybody. I can't show every video. I invite you, please, because it's up on YouTube. It's up on other sources. You can pull up the video of the shooting of Rashad Brooks. It was the most justifiable shooting that I've seen before Micaiah Bryant. Micaiah Bryant was even more justified, but you couldn't get any more justified than what Garrett Roth did and what's with Rashad Brooks. Rashad Brooks stole a taser, pointed it at it, ran away, pointed it at Garrett Roth's face, and Garrett Roth shot his firearm at him, justifiably killing him. Sorry if that offends you. That is exactly the case. Look at this man's face. He is on trial for felony murder under Keisha Bottoms, who sleeps like a baby at night, has absolutely no problem whatsoever. She's tearing up at her press conference and has destroyed this man's life. If he, if he gets convicted of felony murder, he can be put to death because another man who he was arresting, he was in the course of arresting, 
for DUI, resisted arrest, tossed him to, to the ground, tossed his partner to, to the ground. They ended up in a violent wrestling match, at which time Rashard Brooks stole a taser, took off running. Garrett Roth gave pursuit. Rashard Brooks, you can see it on the video, turned back, pointed the taser at Roth's face, at which time Roth shot him and then rendered aid. And you and here you have Keisha Bottoms, Soros acolyte, baby butcherer, doesn't care about anybody but herself, sleeps like a baby at night. I'm telling you right now, they all do. They'll lock you up there. And I'm, not, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you, Atlanta police officers, get the heck out of Atlanta, Philadelphia, Milwaukee. Detroit's actually got a good police chief. Stay there. Seattle, Portland, get out of there. You get involved in a justifiable shooting and Jacob Fry's your mayor? Ted Wheeler's your mayor? Jenny Durkin's your mayor? You don't think they're gonna they're gonna hang you by a flagpole? You'll be they won't even care that they send you to prison for 25 or 30 years. They'll sleep, you'll think, well, the guilt will be bothering them. It won't bother them. They'll sleep like babies at night. I wanted everybody to have this picture fried into your memory. I want you to see it because I want you to know what this man is fighting for his life. Good thing is, is it turned out they wrongfully fired him, so he's actually getting paid again. That's a good thing. All right, Aaron, next one. Yeah, here, okay, let me, let me intro this one. So this is, this is a situation where you had the Hispanic officer pull over an African-American woman, and this is what happened. Play it for me. And so you're giving me a cell phone ticket? Is that why you're harassing me? Not harassment. Yeah. I, I am enforcing the law. I have a right to and record the police when they're harassing me. By all means, but you can't do it while you're driving. I was, I can, I wasn't, didn't texting or none of that. Do you have, and you had that you picture? you scared me and made me think you were going to murder me. Okay, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, you're, that's not just a feeling, you're a murderer. Okay. There you go. It's not just a feeling, you're a murderer. This is what Democratic Party politics or you just want to call it progressive politics have given us where somebody actually feels emboldened enough to talk to a police officer that way put the next one up Aaron now I wanted to cover this because the media is encouraging Ian Miles Chong tweet the public to hate the police by lying look at the left and look at right Aaron will put it out for you in just a second what they put it put the original back up please what they reported versus what really happened all right Aaron go here you go. The tragedy unfolded the very day. This is how Z News Australia put it out. The tragedy unfolded the very day the same sheriff's deputy was charged over his fatal shooting of an unarmed Filipino man three years ago. Here's how they put it. See, no, put up that, leave it up. So you have him on the left-hand side, right there. Absolutely nothing going on. And now he's shot on the ground. Here's what they failed to put out. Whoops, here you go. There's the truth. See, these people, you need to understand something. The mainstream media is nothing more than Goebbels propaganda for the left, for the Democratic Party. And I may be speaking to, to other countries right now that it's not the Democratic Party, but you have your version of the Democratic Party, and they will tell you to mask. They'll tell you to hate the police. They'll tell you to abort their children. They, listen, they're so the left is so ridiculous. They'll tell you that they want to move to electric cars because they want to save the planet. How does an electric car save the planet? I mean, you ever, you ever think about how, how can an electric car save the planet if you're talking about climate change? Think about their logic all the time. Defund the police. How does that work? Back to the electric car. How does, how does an electric car get its power? By burning coal and fossil fuels. They make no sense because it's all about propaganda to usher in socialism. Or if you want to go biblical, to usher in the end times, to usher in the new world order under Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset, to usher in the beast and the mark of the beast. That is a fact. That is what has truly happened. They'll use any excuse they can, whether it's systemic racism, whether it's COVID, anything they can use to control you they will all right go to the next one jason whitlock woman who filmed george floyd Derek chauvin has a gofundme interesting has a gofundme that has raised six six hundred and ninety two thousand dollars just jason whitlock asks am i reading this properly sadly yes you are go to the next one aaron wall street journal interviewed chauvin juror brandon mitchell brandon mitchell he's on the jury he's actually juror number 52 
it just re- he says it just related i just related too much that's not what you want to hear on a ju- for one of your one of your jurors on your trial he said being big you know former athlete and all these things it just it just really hit home it's not supposed to hit home it doesn't matter whether it hit home it just it just felt like something that easily could have been me Chauvin never stood a chance Absolute fact. See, you don't want to be hearing that when that is your juror. Here he is. Yeah, just go right to the next one. There you go. There he is. Now here is Brandon Mitchell. And just so you know, he has his own podcast. And here he is. Now that is a George Floyd shirt. You see the BLM. He claimed now, this was six months ago, he claimed to the judge, he claimed to the defense, he claimed to the prosecution that he was unbiased. Unbiased. That's a Black Lives Matter shirt. It's not just Black Lives Matter shirt. If he was to roll back his jacket, it actually says, get your knee off my neck. That is who was on the jury for Derek Chauvin. Differing weights and differing measures, the Lord detests them both. Acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent, the Lord detests them both. Both out of the book of Proverbs. Play the next one for me, Aaron. What is justice? Is there a way to really have justice for all? You know, that is a really nice, big question, and I'm glad somebody asked it because I don't think anybody really has the answer. And the closest most of us can come to it is to apply one set of rules for everybody. I don't know. I really do not know how you do the calculus when you start sorting people out and you start saying, as they did in South Africa, as they do in countries that have caste systems, a certain number of rights for you, a certain number of rights for you, and certain for you. Look, I grew up under segregation where you could go to that movie and I couldn't go. I still haven't seen a James Bond movie because the rule was I couldn't go. One set of rules for everybody. We're in this thing now, this sort of hysteria, where everybody is claiming a different set of rules. I don't know how that's justice. I don't know how to do that calculus. Uh, the, I don't know how you, you, you all played Grambling last week. Well, why didn't you give Grambling some points? You beat them 52 to nothing. Is that justice? <laughs> why didn't you change the rules midway through the game and give them a chance? All right, John Cordilla tweet, Aaron. How dangerous is the left? This dangerous. Put the slide, for, slide them through for me, Aaron. There you go. St. Louis, 2020 homicide rate is highest in 50 years. Go right to the next one. St. Louis progressive groups campaign to defund St. Louis police. Put the first one up, Aaron. So let's look at this. Scrolling back and forth. Ready? St. Louis, 2020. No, get the big one up. There you go. St. Louis 2020 homicide rate is the highest in 50 years. And their response is, put the next one, St. Louis progressive groups campaign to defund St. Louis police in the next city budget. So they have the highest homicide rate in their history. Now, remember, St. Louis has been run by the Democratic Party for decades, for decades. Tom, we can't be all about politics, Republican versus Democrat. Yes, here's the thing. I don't care about Republicans either. What I care about is right and wrong. What I care about is what the Bible says. I side with the group that is closest to the Bible. And I can tell you that is not the Democratic Party. Look at the ridiculousness of their policies. In 2020, they have the highest homicide rate ever. And their response is to defund the police. All right, put the next one up, Aaron. Now now listen, when they defund the police, understand that they're only defunding them for you. Listen, the bourgeois elite will never defund the police, will never defund their own security ever. Put that back up. So here you go. Previous mayor of St. Louis. Now we're still in St. Louis where we're dealing with Mayor Tashara Jones. Previous mayor had two officers. Now here's Tashara Jones who wants to defund the police. The previous mayor before her only had two officers for protection, but she has doubled it to four. Second source, greater than before. So she has four, she has twice as many officers defending herself. This, happened, this is the same thing that happened in Chicago with Lori Lightfoot. 
with, with, with the protests that were going on there, with the Black Lives Matter protests and the Antifa protests going on. She let them go. She let them terrorize the city. Allegedly, she's, she's a real believer that COVID is the, ne- is, is the next black plague, is a current black plague. And she let everybody riot, let everybody destroy the city. They were all unmasked. They were all clumped close together, all those things. It was absolutely no problem for Lori Lightfoot until they got within a block of her house, at which time she surrounded her entire block with the police. Understand, you've got to see the third world country aspect of this. You've got to see it. They sit there and they defund the police for you. They don't want a border wall for you while they live behind walls. They don't want police for you, but they surround themselves with armed security or the police themselves. Now, the next story, this is an interesting one now. Most of you have probably heard about this, but this was a couple that was raided by the FBI. Why were they raided by the FBI? Because they were at the January 6th protest or you want to say a speech by Donald Trump that led into the January 6th quote unquote riot the you know that what Demo- what the Democratic Party calls an insurrection an insurrection with absolutely no guns and they didn't the insurrectionists caused no harm no injuries except for trespassing and vandalism the only person that died, the only person that got shot was Ashley Babbitt, a protester who was shot completely unarmed. There was never one gun found on one Trump supporter ever. And now not everybody that was inside the Capitol was Trump supporters. There's plenty of Antifa people there too. But Nancy Pelosi's uh, laptop disappeared in the midst of this insurrection. And, and now the FBI has been hunting it down. Now the FBI doesn't care about Antifa or Black Lives Matter, which has caused over $2 billion worth of damage since May of last year. 30 people have died. They don't care about any of that because the number one threat to the United States of America is white supremacist, racist terrorism. Where? Where exactly? I see, I see Antifa on the streets every night. I see Black Lives Matter stopping traffic and causing violent, violent situations to occur. Whether, and whether or not they get their, their verdicts or not, Jer- Derek Chauvin was found guilty in all counts and they were still out causing problems. So anyway, the FBI ends up raiding these people's houses looking for Nancy Pelosi's laptop. Play for me. Well, they did come storming into the house and they chose to hold us at uh, gunpoint and chain us up in our own home and then uh, assure us that they were going to make all things clear soon, which for me was uh, pretty quickly uh, for my husband and two of our house guests. It was an hour and a half later. They left them handcuffed uh, and not knowing what was what the FBI was up to. I was informed very quickly as they separated me. And uh, I think their opening comment was, uh, you probably know why we're here. And I said, no, not really. And they said, we're looking for Nancy Pelosi's laptop. And then you read my response to them. So <laughs> I think I laughed. Um, well, I... <laughs> I'm sure you probably did. I take it, Paul, you guys don't have Nancy Pelosi's laptop. Did you even go into the Capitol inside? No, not even close. Uh, in fact, we arrived at the Capitol two hours after the breach uh, because we were way to the front of the elliptical where Trump was speaking, probably 30, 40 yards away from Trump while he was speaking. And because of the million people in front of us, and yeah, there we go. There we are. We're, we were very close, about that close. So we had to wait to be able to, to get out of there. And uh, by the time we got out, uh, the raids had already taken place inside the Capitol. So we arrived about uh, 3.30 at the Capitol. And then there's that infamous picture that I took of uh, Marilyn going up the Capitol steps. and uh, yeah, Which wasn't behold. her, by the way. Yeah, and no, I want to make clear it's not her. And in fact... It, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Marilyn. Go ahead, Marilyn. Oh, he did take one picture of me in a black coat going up the steps outside of the Capitol, and that seemed to be all they needed to affirm that uh, that was the same person inside who also has brown hair Wait. and a black coat. <laughs> so. Which is just, I just want to leave this picture up here. I want to run this back. If we can leave that picture up for one second, put it back up. This is very important because I can do the FBI's work on live TV. They're both wearing different shirts. She has a gray scarf. The other one doesn't. The unidentified gal. Uh, Marilyn's wearing looks like earbuds around her neck. It's not the same person. And, and so your, your photos was on social media as well. 
Um, Paula, Marilyn, um, real quick, Marilyn, what's your message to Joe Biden right now, if you can, in about 15 seconds? Oh, I would say that uh, even if I had been the gal, the, the way that we were treated was unconstitutional and inappropriate to uh, use, put, hold people at gunpoint and create a potentially lethal event to uh, invite them to chat and ask some questions is completely inappropriate. It's appropriate to ask questions and, and, and look for what's going on. And, and I'm sure you would have happily talked to them if they would have just come knocking and asked. I beg to, to talk. All right, so there you go. The FBI take, goes raids this, again, it's like Rudy Giuliani's apartment just got raided in New York, in Manhattan, New York. Rudy Giuliani for a FARA violation. This is, this is a FARA violation. Uh, failing to register as a lobbyist, I mean, which is normally dealt with with a talking to or a mild fine. They're raiding Rudy Giuliani's apartment in downtown Manhattan at the crack of dawn for one FARA violation. One. They did the same thing to General Flynn. They did the same thing to Roger Stone. For what? And here you have, you have 50 or 60 different countries have been caught this year, within the last year, crossing our southern border, and this is what the FBI has to do? They're, they go and they raid these people's homes. They inter- they handcuff, they raid them at gunpoint. That couple right there, at gunpoint. And you saw the picture. It wasn't remotely close. I mean, it wasn't remotely good. I was a cop for 25 years. They're not, they're not even close to being the same person. They weren't wearing the same outfit. So what, would, I mean, what, what, are these, what are these goofballs thinking about? What are these fools doing? Running all over the country and you go and you storm into these people's home at gunpoint, handcuff them and interrogate them for three hours over Nancy Pelosi's laptop? This is the state of affairs that we are in right now. This is why the church must rise. Get your masks off your face. Stop locking down your services. Stop closing whenever there's a COVID spike. Wake up and start leading your country, church. Come on. And it's going bad now. Listen, now we're going to look at the CIA. We looked at the FBI. We've looked at local law enforcement. Now here's the CIA. This is a video. They're proud of this video. This is the, listen, this is the Central Intelligence Agency of the United States of America that is looking into foreign intel and deciding every day threat levels from terrorists and threat levels from, from other foreign dictatorships and foreign countries. And this is their priority. Play it for me. When I was 17, I quoted Zora Neale Hurston's How It Feels to Be Colored Me in my college application essay. The line that spoke to me stated simply, I am not tragically colored. There is no sorrow dammed up in my soul nor lurking behind my eyes. I do not mind at all. At 17, I had no idea what life would bring, but Zora's sentiment articulated so beautifully how I felt as a daughter of immigrants then and now. Nothing about me was or is tragic. I am perfectly made. I can wax eloquent on complex legal issues in English while also belting Guayaquil de mis amores in Spanish. I can change a diaper with one hand and console a crying toddler with the other. I am a woman of color. I am a mom. I am a cisgender millennial who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. <laughs> Back I to am- me. And there's our CIA agent. Boy, I feel I feel very secure in my country now because I've got a cisgendered depressed person that is guarding our country. That's the CIA. That listen and, and listen, church people. You don't think it's your fault that this has happened? Was, was was the CIA putting out videos like that under Donald Trump? The only reason why Joe Biden is president is because we had a fraudulent election brought on by a fraudulent plague. 99.997 post-infection survival rate and we shut down the whole country and people won't go and vote in person because they're afraid? Afraid of what exactly? Afraid of what exactly? Even if you're over 80, it's a 90%, over 90% post-infection survival rate. Does everybody know these facts? I hope that you do. Oh, Tom, you know, 574,000 people have died of COVID. And Tom, why do you keep bringing up COVID? Because it's dominating our entire culture. It's being used as a conveyor. Listen, it's being used as a vehicle by the Democratic Party and by the left. 
by, by the World Economic Forum, by Klaus Schwab, by Prince Charles, by John Kerry, to usher in a new world order, a globalist order, not a nationalist order, a globalist order, where you don't have any borders. You don't have any national identity. This is what they want. And sitting there checking to see who, who can we get? Who's dumb enough to wear a double mask? Who's dumb enough to just keep on masking 15 months into 15 days to flatten the curve? Who's dumb enough to continue closing their churches or mitigating their churches or closing their businesses or mitigating their businesses? Who's dumb enough to do it? Because if we can spot who they are, if we can spot who they are, then when we use the next one, which will be climate change, We'll get them to cave to that too. Here's Tucker's response to the CIA video. Play for me, Aaron. If you've been on the internet this week, you've probably seen the video we're about to show you. If you haven't seen it, there's really nothing we can do to prepare you for the experience of seeing it, except to tell you two things about it. First, it's entirely genuine. This is not a hoax. It's not a deep fake. It's not the work of some demented comedic genius who set up a parody account on Twitter. No, this video is real. The second thing to know about the video is that it's from the CIA, and that's not the Culinary Institute of America, the people who teach baking and sushi preparation. No, it's not. It's the Central Intelligence Agency, the guys who do waterboarding and subvert foreign elections. The CIA is the most heavily armed and supposedly the most sophisticated intelligence gathering operation on the planet. And yet somehow they produce this and then put it on social media. All right, back to me here. He just plays I am it a again. cisgender. There you go. Tucker's good response. Now, let's go right to the next one here. I'm going to hurry. I want to get through as much of this as I can. Meanwhile, in China, so there you have China. Now, read the bottom. This is the, now, understand, this is under the Biden administration. This was certainly not under the Trump administration. Meanwhile, in China, you have this going on. Look at the bottom. History was made on Friday. This is from Travis Akers. History was made on Friday. Friday. Now, everybody compare and contrast what's going on in China versus what's going on in the United States. Here you have China, largest army on the planet, most sophisticated and largest navy on the planet. But what we have going on in America is history was made on Friday with the first ever all-gay United States Navy helicopter crew. Help me celebrate with you. Here we go. Look at that. This is what's going on versus China. Aaron, flip like one of those back and forth with China. There you go. Back and forth. There, America and China. America, China. There you go. And that is what is happening un under our current political leadership. Next one, Aaron. All right, here we go. Honeywell admits, get this now, sending F-35, F-22 part drawings to where? Our number one adversary on the planet, to China. They admit to it. Go to the next one, Aaron. And this is what they had to do. Defense contractor Honeywell fined $13 million for sharing do documents with China. This is the state of affairs that we are in right now. Let me repeat it again. China has the largest army on the planet, the largest and most sophisticated, more sophisticated than ours, Navy on the planet. We have lost every recent computerized war game to China. And by the way, and this is from the Pentagon, this is not right-wing news sources, from the Pentagon, we have lost. What they've been doing is war gaming if China invades Taiwan. We're losing every one of those war games and quote from the Pentagon, it is not close. But luckily, luckily we have Joe Biden as president. Here's the thing, Joe Biden as president where we have maternity flight suits being made, new hairstyles for women in, in, in the military, and we have our our first all gay flight crew that's how we're responding fantastic job fantastic job now here's where how joe biden stands on ice play it for me looking forward to coming back and seeing these guys they're telling him to abolish ice and here's his response abolish ice i agree with you there you I'm working go on it, man. give me another five days all right back to me there you go. There's Joe Biden. They're screaming at him, abolish ICE, abolish ICE. And he says, I agree with you. Just give me five more days. Agree? Agree with abolishing ICE? I want to I want to make this clear to everybody too. Do you realize that all of these, what these sanctuary cities are doing? What they do is you actually have an agreement as a jail, whether it's a city jail, whether it's a county jail, whatever it is, with ICE. If if certain immigrants Illegal immigrants commit certain crimes. There's a detainer placed on them. These cities buy ICE so that ICE can deport them. These cities are not doing that anymore. These people are being released. They're, they're killing people in DUI crashes. They're raping people. They're murdering people. Because, and, and Joe Biden's response is what? Once again, 
It's just like the mayor in St. Louis. His response is to do what? Defund the police. Defund ICE. Take ICE away. Next one, Aaron. Just in. Biden, here's what he's doing on the border, increases Trump-era refugee admission cap, setting the new cap. Look at what it used to be. He sets the new cap at 62,500. The previous cap was 15,000. He increased it by four times. Four times. And now look at Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris has gone 44 days without a news conference since being tapped for the, for the, for the border crisis role. She's in charge of the border. And, and again, this is the weirdest time in American history. I've been on this planet for 15 years, 52 years. I have never, ever seen anything like this. In my 52 years, I've never seen anything like this. How do you go? without any press conference whatsoever as the vice president of the United States for 44 days. How do you not have a joint session of Congress? How do you not basically a state of the union address for 99 days? This is the weirdest time of life. Well, since they've given up on the border, here's Greg Abbott on the border. It will cost the state of Texas more than $1 billion to secure the border. So Texas is just going to do it themselves. Here's our goal. Texas will secure the border and the Biden administration will play, will pay for it. Play for me. Hey, so our state legislature, uh, they allocate about $800 million uh, every two years for the state to pay for this. This year, because of the extended time that we will have the National Guard on the border, it likely will clearly exceed a billion dollars for the state to have to secure the United States of America. So here's our goal. We're paying for this, uh, but I want to have Texas secure the border and have the Biden administration pay for it. There you go. So Biden administration isn't going to do it. So Texas is going to do it. Put the next one up. And here's the response by law enforcement. I think we, we can all agree. Well, I hope we can all agree that we need law enforcement, right? Well, the Louisville, Kentucky Police Union says the department is currently in dire straits in terms of employment after 200 officers 200 officers quit their positions in 2020 and 2021 amid leftist calls to defund the police put the next one up for me Aaron there you go over 200 Seattle police officers quit in last year is last year has anybody ever seen anything like this before let's quick let's go quickly to economics this is from Tucker Carlson this this is what we're at this is where we're at everybody needs to pay close attention to this stuff this is, this is the dire straits that our country is in right now, economically. Play it for me. So what would happen if you gave a group of angry, ignorant ideologues, the same people who tell you that all lives don't matter, what would happen if you gave them the keys to the U.S. economy? We don't need to guess about that. We are finding out now because all around us, there are signs that under this White House, things are getting dangerously flaky in our economy. Here's one example. The official government jobs numbers came out today. Unemployment is up far higher than expected. Close to 14 million Americans say they want to work but cannot find a job. That's an old story. Here's the new twist. At the very moment that unemployment is rising, fewer people are working, American businesses say they can't find employees. And it's obvious they can't. Go to the nearest strip mall and count the help wanted signs on the doors. They're everywhere. Restaurants are closing because they can't find anyone to hire, so are manufacturing plants. That means America now has far too many workers, but simultaneously far too few workers. How can that be? Another question. What happened to all the consumer products? Many of the things that you buy and need to buy are more expensive than they've ever been. Inflation is real. It's galloping. Yet at the same time, a lot of products seem to have gone missing completely. The United States is currently experiencing shortages of chicken, generators, roofing materials, lumber, ketchup, bicycles, diapers, ammunition, automobiles, plastics, appliances, chlorine, pork, propane tanks, among many other things. Keep in mind, this is peacetime. We haven't mobilized for a foreign war. Yet we're now getting reports that we should brace for a gas shortage this summer. Why is this all happening? Well, because things are so great in the economy. That's what they're telling us on television. This week, there were more signs that the U.S. economy is roaring back to life, and they come as Soviet grocery shelves soon. And whatever you do, keep ignoring the inflation right in front of you. Oil prices, for example, they've risen 12% in a single month. 
Steel prices have tripled since last year. Chicken breast prices have doubled just since Biden became president. The price of eggs has increased by almost 5%. Major appliances up almost 15. Ground beef and fresh fruits both up almost 6%. The median sales price of existing homes has shot up by 16%. And then there's lumber. Have you noticed lumber? Since last year, the price of dimensional lumber has gone up by almost 300%. Want 1,000 board feet? That'll cost you $1,359. That price has never been higher. According to the National Association of Home Builders, the cost of building materials adds more than $35,000 to the price of an average new home. Why is this happening? Well, there's too much cash in the system. That's a big reason for it. When you print too much fake money, the value of that money declines. People start to figure out that it's not real and you get inflation. That's always true. No one disputes it. The White House just doesn't care. Here's the new Treasury Secretary telling you not to worry about inflation because it's not a concern. And I think the economy is going to get back on track. I don't anticipate that inflation is going to be a problem, but it is something that we're watching very carefully. I don't think there's going to be so expensive. But the question is, even if you can afford the lumber, who's going to do the construction? As we said, in the middle of rising unemployment, somehow we don't have enough workers. There is, they keep telling us in Washington, a labor shortage, and that presumably is why we need to open the borders and let in millions of new foreign workers immediately. So what is going on here? Probably a lot of things. It's a huge country and a pretty complicated country, but here's one reason behind what we're seeing. The government is paying people to stay home. Thanks to Joe Biden's $2 trillion coronavirus relief bill, everything, by the way, done under the justification of the pandemic, some people in this country are getting checks for up to $700 a month not to work. This is true across the country, even in Louisiana, and that's the state with the lowest weekly unemployment benefits. You can still make almost 500 bucks a week for not working. For a 40-hour work week, that works out to about 12 bucks an hour, a little more actually. That's above the minimum wage. In the states with the highest unemployment assistance, you could be making close to $20 an hour for not working. And we're not attacking anyone or calling anyone lazy. It's pretty easy to see why people aren't working. They're not nuts, they're rational. So no wonder the economy is sputtering in bizarre ways. America created just 266,000 jobs last month. That's in a nation of 350 million people. Economists, the people who predict these things, very often incorrectly, were expecting four times that number. The results, the unemployment numbers, were so shockingly bad that even CNBC didn't believe them at first. They had to double-check those numbers on the air. It looks like 266,000. It looks like it was a big disappointment at 266, but maybe I have that wrong. Let me double check the Bureau website here. Uh, one second. Uh, yes, 266 is correct. Unemployment change, little change is 6.1%. All right, back to me here. All right, there you go. So just real quick, homes increased so far, 16%. Lumber, 280%. And you have Janet Yellen saying she doesn't believe that inflation is going to be a problem. Home rates are already up 16%, lumber up 280%, oil up 12% in one month, steel up 200%, chicken up 10%, eggs up 4.7%, appliances up 15%, beef and fresh fruit up 5.5%, and they're predicting a gas shortage. Now, here's the response of the Democratic Party. Play that video for me. They took this video down. Stymie shimmy. Stimmy shimmy, stimmy shimmy. Here's the stimmy shimmy right here. That's for stimulus checks. This is from Wisconsin Democrats doing a dance about getting their stimulus checks. This is the Democratic Party. All right, back to me, Aaron. I just wanted you to see that. We've only got a couple seconds left, 30 seconds left here. You need, to, you need to get this stuff down. While we have mass hyperinflation, they are rejoicing in their stimulus checks. Join me. Listen, join me. We're off in 20 seconds. Join me tomorrow right here, 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida. Check our times, Foundation Church, Inglewood. I love you all. I really appreciate you watching. We'll still be on Facebook showing videos after we're off CTN. You may have to wait 30 seconds. God bless you all. Thank you, CTN. God bless you. Thank you.
Thank you so much for watching the Tom Lively podcast tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. Mainstream media is no longer reporting honestly about what's going on in and around the world. It is our goal to get the truth and facts out to the people who are tired of hearing the lies of the media. If you enjoyed watching and want to help us make sure it continues, you can invest in the program by going to TomLipley.com and clicking on Give. Thank you so much for watching, and we hope you...